0: hello and welcome to episode 47 of the witcher chapter by chapter book review where i'll go through a summary of the latest chapter and give my detailed thoughts on it today i'm discussing chapter one from the lady of the lake can't believe we're here this is the last book not including season of storms but that's a prequel so this is the last book of the the main series it's been almost a year since I started uploading the uh, these episodes. Uh, since I did that very first chapter of the Last Wish, almost a year. <sighs> that was a fast year. It was November twenty twenty one. Don't remember the exact date. I can probably just look it up really quick. Actually, don't remember the exact date off the top of my head. I just do remember it was November just have to scroll down. I just open up YouTube really quick to check. It was Yeah, it says 11 months ago. Oh, oh, it wasn't December. I started recording them. I mean, it wasn't November, it was December. The first one was uploaded on December 4th, 2021. And uh I started recording them in November because I remember, I think it was when I was recording the second one. It was, I think it was the night before American Thanksgiving and funny little story. I didn't mention this at the time, but I had to cut out a big section of me while recording because I got a call. Uh, This actually isn't funny at all. I don't know why I'm laughing, (laughs) but I got a call from my mom uh, during the time I was recording that our cat died so my mom lives on the other side of the country and we have well now two cats and a dog and uh, the one cat um, I didn't even know until I think like the night before they were like oh by the way I think we're gonna have to put Annie down soon and I didn't even know anything was wrong with Annie and then the next day they actually booked an appointment to go take her to the vet and have her put down because she was dying didn't know but she was old. And then, um, you know, my mom called me and told me that she died in the car on the way to the vet, really sad, sorry for this dark story, but I got that call and I was recording when I got that call and then I got off the phone and then just continued recording the podcast. So that was the second episode ever of this podcast. I was going over a grain of truth from the last wish book. So, um, and I just remember that that cat died the day before. Thanksgiving that year. So that's why I thought that I started uploading them in November, but I think I waited until I had a few recorded before I, before I uploaded the first one so that I could make sure that I had a couple to rely on in case I like went on a vacation or just, you know, got really busy with work or something and fell behind. And then I lost all of those backups, (laughs) but I'm more caught up now. So, um, that's good because, I take these weeks off in between recording, which, I mean, you would only be familiar with if you listen to them as they come out, but yeah, I'm, I'm more caught up. I feel like I can relax. I can breathe, but yeah, it's just, um, just interesting to think about this whole journey because it's like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's, uh, like i I love doing this, but it is kind of a weird thing. Like it's a, like, I call it a podcast. I guarantee you, there's people out there that would get kind of nitpicky about that and say, like, this isn't really a podcast. I don't know. I've thought about that. I'm like waiting for someone to challenge me and be like, why do you call this a podcast? Like, it's just a, you're just reviewing a book. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I I think it could qualify as one. And I put it on a podcast hosting website. So there, (laughs) that's what makes it count. All right. Well, I know you can already tell looking at the length of the episode that this is going to be a short episode. I uh, I don't know exactly how long it will turn out in this moment, but I, I do know it's not going to be a long one because this is probably the shortest chapter, and the first chapter of the previous book, The Tower of the Swallow, was really short, but this one is even shorter. It's It doesn't have a lot for us to go over. Um, I did, you know, I wrote out my notes you know, make, to make sure I was talking about everything, but I, I, I try not to add, like, fluff. I try not to add anything that's, you know, just to make the episode longer. If it's a short chapter with little information, then it's just going to be a short episode where we cover it. But I, you know, I, I did write out my notes to go over, like, the little details, but I, I try to avoid, like, you know, just stuffing my notes with useless information or, like, kind of, like, lingering on a very small detail just so that I can make it longer. I don't know. I just don't like having them too short because I feel like it just doesn't really, like, I don't know. I just feel like it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that enticing, but I, don't, I think you can understand. And if you're reading along or if you have already read these books, then I'm sure you, you get it with this chapter. Well, to kick off, I'll give you the recap and then I'll give you the summary, and then I'll give you my thoughts on what happens in this chapter. And the recap is just gonna be about where we last left off with Siri, because that is the only character that we cover in this chapter, aside from one that we've never met before until now. So here is that recap. We left off with Siri as she was killing the men hunting her on the frozen lake near the Tower of the Swallow. She spared Tawny Owl and escaped Boneheart and entered the tower after it appeared for her. There, she spoke to Visigoda who told her that through her elder blood, she's able to travel through space and time. She enters a portal and ends up in another world where an elf greets her. All right, well, here's the summary of chapter one of Lady of the Lake. A knight of King Arthur's court, Galahad, stumbles upon Ciri bathing in a lake. She's startled when she sees him and grabs her sword, which, from legends, makes him think she's the Lady of the Lake and is presenting the sword to him. When she realizes he means no harm, the two sit down together and talk. He's surprised to see she's not an elf and that she's more human-like than he originally thought. He tells her about the mages Merlin and Morgana, located in Camelot and she briefly tells him about how she escaped from an elf world but came to this location from Rivia. He asks her to tell him her whole story from the beginning and she agrees to do so. So it's interesting, it's short, not a whole lot happens, but it's interesting. Let's talk about this King Arthur, the Arthurian legend, (laughs) the elephant in the room. There's obvious references to the Arthurian legend in this chapter. And there are many references to other tales, other uh, fantasy stories, fiction stories, throughout the Witcher series. And sometimes they're kind of subtle references, and sometimes they're a bit more obvious. But in this chapter, the references are very direct. Well, I personally... Don't know a lot about the tale of King Arthur, but so that I'm doing my due diligence, I did a little bit of research. I wanted to make sure that I kind of have a general idea of what I was talking about here when I'm going over this stuff in this episode. Uh, because you know, I, I really don't know much. I remember there was a movie that I saw in theaters a long time ago called King Arthur. Um Aside from that, I think my mom was interested in the stories of King Arthur and she knew a little bit and maybe talked about it briefly. It was probably around the time that that movie came out because I remember seeing it with my family. I remember it was pretty violent. and I was very young when that came out. So a little interesting that we went to go see that movie in theaters. But anyway, uh, one of the most important things that I learned during my previous research Uh, was that there are many different versions out there, many versions and stories about King Arthur. So some of the references in this chapter might not match certain versions. I just wanted to make sure I pointed that out. Also, um, King Arthur was not known to be a real person. Sorry if this was obvious, I honestly wasn't totally sure. I was pretty sure King Arthur was not a real person. I did look that up. So I wanted to make sure I pointed that out just in case um, some of you did not know, like me. I I, I remember thinking, I was like, there's no way King Arthur is a real person. But I want to know 100%. And actually, um, in my research, I saw that there were people discussing how some people throughout time have... Discuss the possibility of there actually having having been a King Arthur, and oh, and then like, like the stories that have come that that have been passed down over time about King Arthur do come from this person that once existed, but there are people that doubt that. So I think it's safe to just say he's not a real person. And then some of the things that, that are supposed to be in these legends aren't too realistic anyway. So. I wanted to go through this stuff because the very first time I read this chapter, I was a little thrown off by references and somebody not knowing, like when I first read Galahad, I didn't know that that was somebody that was supposed to be from those stories. Um, When I saw things like Camelot, and then I think it even specifically says Arthur King or whatever, um, that's when I started to pick up the pieces, but at first they were making mentions of things like Irish and Saxons. And I thought that that was really strange. I, I did a double take. I'm like, wait, what? Why are they talking about Irish in this world? Like, the, they're, they're not here on planet Earth. What is going on? So I remember that that really threw me through a loop for a second when I first read this chapter. But what I was thinking was that maybe Siri ended up in our world. And I guess you could say that she did, but in a fictitious version of our world, since she is talking to fictitious people or a fictitious person. But yeah, Siri, as we learned in the end of the previous book, she can travel through space and time. And when we last left off with her, like I mentioned, she went through that portal and she ended up in another world. Well, the knight who the chapter's perspective is told through he's galahad he's said to be one of king arthur's knights and he's the son of lancelot Dulock which is a name that i a mostly ignorant person to these tales actually have heard of so this is the guy i don't know how integral he's going to be throughout the rest of the book but i think no never mind don't just disregard what i was about to say <laughs> because I, i'm going to talk about it in a little bit let's just get into the heart of the chapter and i'll start out from the beginning so Galahad comes across Ciri bathing in a lake, and this lake is known to be enchanted, and she's immediately startled and grabs her sword to defend herself. So when he appears not to be a threat, they introduce themselves, and he says he's from King Arthur's court and starts naming all of the lands he governs that King Arthur governs, not Galahad, and she asks him about Redania, Tamaria, Rivia, Nilfgaard, but he says he's never heard of them. So, Ciri learns from Galahad that she's not in her world, and she doesn't seem too shocked by this. She uh, kind of just accepts that information and moves on. Well, he tells her he's ready to receive the sword that she has because he thinks that she's the Lady of the Lake, and he's learned about this from legends, and the legends say that it would be a lake-dwelling elf or fairy. He uses the the word fairy uh, pretty commonly in the chapter. And it's this you know, this woman that dwells in a lake and presents a worthy knight with a sword. And she quickly shuts down this assumption. She tells him, it's my sword and I don't let anyone touch it. And I thought this was kind of funny. He kind of presumptuously thought that he was about to be involved in some spectacular moment just to be denied and left <laughs> confused for a moment. It was just kind of funny. I mean, maybe it's not too presumptuous if he's heard these tales and there is some sort of magic in his world and this lake is known to be enchanted. But still, it was a funny moment. Well, Siri goes on to explain that she came to this area from Rivia, from the city of the same name, and from a place called Loch Escalot that's never been mentioned before. So if she came to this location from Rivia... And she makes a mention of Loch Escal. I know we've never heard of that in the story before, but I'm, I'm, I would guess that that would mean it somewhere in the world that we're familiar with from the story up till now. And she said that she sailed on a boat by the current and the spell of a unicorn. Sounds pretty peculiar, although she's not a stranger to unicorns as we know, but still peculiar. So this is kind of where we start to realize that similarly to the beginning of the previous book a chunk of time has passed since we last left off with Ciri and where she is presently. So it makes me think that a lot of what happened to her during that missing piece of time is going to be explained from her telling the story to Galahad like she did with So. Kind of like the same thing again in the Tower of Swallows or in this book like it was in the Tower of the Swallow. Well, Galahad makes a mention of Elfland and Ciri tells him she fled from there and she is in no hurry to return. I think it would be safe to guess that she's referring to the world she teleported to from the Tower of the Swallows since she was greeted by an elf. We don't know that 100% yet, but that's what I think we can probably assume and I think that's what we're meant to believe right now. But I guess it gets even more clear as the chapter continues that that's what she's referring to when she tells Galahad not to call her Lady of the Lake, because that's what they called her in the Elfland. Then she goes on to explain that she teleported there from the Tower of the Swallow. So that's answered pretty quickly. And she also explains that she liked it there at first, until she realized that she was actually a prisoner. So it sounds like we've got a very interesting story ahead of us. It does suck, though, to find out that she escaped the villains from her world just to end up in the hands of villains in this elf world. Or so it currently seems. But we won't be expecting her to return to the Witcher world, for lack of a better name, (laughs) we'll just call it the Witcher world, that we're familiar with um, since she tells Galahad that She, quote, got up to some mischief in my own world and confused destiny, so I shouldn't show my face there for the moment, end quote. Well, we'll have to see um, if she's referring to what we already know from past events or something that happened after she returned. But unfortunately, it does sound like she's referring to something that took place in her world. Since we left off with her in the Tower of the Swallow, that's not good because she was already dealing with a lot of stuff there and then she leaves Then she goes back and she deals with more, but we don't know any of those details. Um, it just sounds bad for right now, at least. But Galahad points out blood stains on her shirt and she tells him she's often beca- become stained lately with the blood of foes and that of friends she tried to save who died in her arms elaboration on who those friends are would be nice, but we probably don't receive that information now because it's an important part of the story, and it's going to be explained uh, probably in a longer format throughout the rest of the book. It's a very worrisome little mention, though. I don't like to think of who she could be talking about, but not make assumptions just yet I like making assumptions I mean that's all you can kind of do until you actually get to those future chapters but it's just uh it it doesn't sound good it's got me worried (laughs) well finally he asks her to tell him her story and even after telling him it's long and it ends unpleasantly he still wants to hear it and she agrees to start telling him But before we get to witness her tell any of the story, the chapter ends. And that's that. (sighs) Yeah, that was quick. I got through that quickly because now now I'm going to move on to my closing thoughts. Uh, It's a bit of an unorthodox chapter, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It does feel weird starting out the next book in the series this way. Uh, but after a reread or two it doesn't feel as weird and i'm talking about the whole thing with like her being in another world and then she's talking to one of king arthur's knights it's odd it's it's definitely strange i don't know how other readers feel about this though sometimes i'll look online like i'll look at there's a, there's like a handful of different witcher related subreddits so sometimes I'll look at those, I'll look at other forums, or I'll just try to find people online talking about different chapters just so I can see other perspectives on them. And I don't think I've ever stumbled upon anybody's thoughts on this, but I'm interested to know what people generally think about this. I don't have any issue with it. I remember just being confused at first, and then like when I read it the first time, thinking like, what is going on here? And then I, I started to understand it, but... Like, as you're you're re- you're going through the pages in this chapter the very first time, and you're like, wait, what is going on? <laughs> but, it, I mean, you understand it better after you reread it. It's just, it's, it's still an odd way to uh, go about writing a book, I would say. And, and I'm not knocking it. I'm really not. It's just, it's different. But I don't know. I mean, there could be other books out there that do similar things that I just haven't come across, but I haven't read anything like this before it's interesting though well those are my closing thoughts I don't really have too much else like nothing else really uh came to mind thinking about this chapter which makes sense being so quick but looking ahead um I'm now fixated on what happened to Ciri since entering the land of elves from the portal that entered through in the tower of the swallow it's got to be an interesting story and then what happened in Rivia yeah, anything else that uh, we haven't received answers on yet? Any stories that are currently left in mystery mode? I'm not really... Um, I mean, I'm I'm still curious, but uh, that's not so much at the front of my mind right now, <laughs> reading this chapter now. I just want to know what happened to Siri. It's like, did she get reunited with Geralt? He had been looking for her. Is Yennefer uh, still imprisoned by Vilgefortz or is she even alive and what's going on with everybody but i really really want to know what happened to siri (laughs) it doesn't seem as crazy though at least as it did when um we picked up with her at the beginning of the tower of the swallow book because in that little first chapter that little intro to um seeing siri throughout that time jump and not getting any answers until like throughout the, the whole book or like mostly until the end of the book. Um, You could tell from the state that she was in, like she was almost dying or she was dying. She was, she almost died. You could tell that some crazy stuff had happened to her here. It definitely seems pretty crazy, but it doesn't seem as wild as it did in the last book. But It's got to be an interesting story nonetheless. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this very quick episode. I apologize, but I actually went through every chapter. (laughs) I don't know why I do this. Uh, I went through every chapter and I took out the little notes app on my phone and I wrote out every chapter and I wrote down, I went through and I counted the page count for all the chapters just to get an idea. I mean, I know why I do it. I just feel like, it just makes me seem so like, uh, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Just, I don't know. It's like super like pedantic or something, (laughs) but I like to know because, um, I like to know how long each chapter is going to be because then it gives me a better idea of how long I have to like, read through it and work on my notes and get ready for it because if it's a really long chapter then i have to make sure that i'm not messing around like i'm actually reading it as much as i can because it's going to take a while i read a lot and i'm not a fast reader i wish that i was i try to read fast but whenever i do i kind of just stop paying attention to what i'm reading like i don't know I, i i try i've looked up different techniques and i haven't found anything that works for me yet so if I see a long chapter coming, then I know that it's going uh, to be a lot of time spent getting the episode ready, so that's why I do that, but uh, my point in saying this, I kind of go off into little side tangents, I know I do that, but uh, my point in bringing that up is because this episode was really short, you're not going to see, most likely not going to see any short episodes after this one while we're still covering Lady of the Lake because these are some long chapters. Yeah, there's one that's going to Oof, it's going to be a long time to get through. I forget which one it is. I think it's like chapter 9. But yeah, it's they're, they're going to be longer episodes after this one. So I hope you like the longer ones because you will be in for that for all the upcoming chapters following this one. I don't know about the Season of Storm, so I do know I've never read it. Cannot wait to get to that because I haven't read it yet. Uh, All the other books I have read, as you probably already know. But I already know just by holding the book in my hand that it's smaller than this one, so I'm sure that it won't be too difficult. But it will be interesting to see how that goes going through, um, like getting the episodes ready when I haven't read it before. I have no idea what to expect through the rest of the book. It will make it easier, though, to omit the spoilers. I don't think I've ever given away any spoilers, but sometimes it's hard, it's really hard to avoid that. All right. I'm kind of in a chatty mood today. So I got to, I got to force myself to stop. Thank you so much for listening. Just to let you know, in case you didn't, these episodes are available on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple podcast. Thanks again. And I'll catch you in the next episode.